0: This is Jonathan Marks. Today I'll be sharing with you my review of the book TikTok Boom by Chris Stokel Walker. This book was published in 2021. Stokel Walker is a British freelance journalist. He writes for a number of publications, including Wired Magazine and The Guardian. He wrote a book published in 2019 on how YouTube has created a new generation of stars and celebrities so in many ways the writing of this book on the Chinese-owned TikTok is no surprise. The 2020 Netflix docudrama The Social Dilemma rang alarm bells with many, including myself, as to the ways in which social media companies have and still are exerting a profound influence on our lives, our use of technology, and maybe even the very fabric of society. This book, TikTok Boom, acts at least to my mind, as a reinforcement of the issues raised in this Netflix series, but with the added excitement of the story of a fast-growing company, along with the geopolitical storm that has been generated by TikTok. Stokel Walker tells the story of how a young Chinese engineer, Yiming Zhang, developed an app initially just for use in China to, and I quote, connect people to information. That app, Douyin, which is known as TikTok Outside of China, has been downloaded more than a billion times. This is a really well-researched and well-written book, but to be fair has been a challenge to parse into a short podcast review. Maybe because TikTok is not just another tech company, and this is not just another book about business success. The impact of the company on our lives now and in the future is undeniable. And if we regard TikTok as the vanguard of Chinese tech still to come, it is likely to change much of how we use and engage with technology into the future. This thesis is supported by Stokel Walker, albeit in the final chapter of the book, so initially there is rather a large amount of waiting that needs to be done to get to the nub of his argument. It's been said that Google knows more about you than your spouse or partner does. We've willingly given up our privacy in order to get free access to information, tools, social connections. And when you look at a tech company, especially a social media one, and wonder what their business model is, it's highly likely to be you. We're tracked online and on our mobile phones all day, every day, and this data is in many ways weaponized and used against us to generate advertising revenue. In the US, much of this power is held by Google, Amazon, Facebook and Apple. In China, by Baidu, the uh, equivalent of Google, Alibaba and Tencent. TikTok is part of this world and definitely exploits what is being called the attention economy. The use of AI by the company helps make the app sticky, resulting in people spending far more time watching videos and seeing adverts than they intended. For example, data from the book suggests that And while COVID might have skewed this data, during 2019, users of Android-only phones outside of China spent 68 billion hours on TikTok. This is the equivalent of 7.8 million years. The idea of short-form content creation is not entirely new to TikTok. The US company Vine, which was acquired by Twitter and subsequently shut down, allowed users to create six-second videos and upload them to the platform. Apps like Musical.ly had already started the craze of lip-syncing videos. ByteDance, the, f- the parent company of TikTok, um, was founded in China as a competitor to Musical.ly. The app there, as I said, was called Daoyin. And in the fullness of time, ByteDance bought Musical.ly, merging it with its technology and launched TikTok, the app for outside China. The success of TikTok, according to Stokel Walker, is really a function of a number of things. I've highlighted three of these. Firstly, how the company controls its ecosystem. Most industries spawn a multitude of providers that service those in the industry itself. The most common example of this is those that supplied gold miners during the gold rush. And this is true for the tech sector in general, but but TikTok approaches this slightly differently. The company has a desire to own a much bigger slice of the pie, and so Stokel-Walker suggests that this may have to do with the nature of Chinese control of its economy and, of course, the political landscape. Whatever the reason, TikTok holds on to most of the moving parts of the app and its surrounding services. For example, the TikTok creator marketplace matches creators on the app with brands looking for endorsement and product placement. For this, ByteDance takes a fee, a small contribution to their $27 billion in annual ad revenue. Incidentally, this just represents Chinese ad revenue. Secondly, how TikTok supports its community. TikTok spends lavishly to attract users, or creators, to the platform. When the company launched in the US, a fund of a billion US dollars was created to pay users to create content for the platform. This creative fund results in some people essentially being full-time TikTokers, making a living from creating and posting short videos. TikTok very carefully uh, curates this content, both for aesthetic quality and some suspect political consistency. For example, on the Daoyin app, the Positive Energy videos, a subsection of the app, promotes the ruling Communist Party and their societal values. On the TikTok app, strict standards as regards aesthetics are in place, which include, and I quote, having an abnormal body shape, chubby, having obvious bare belly, obsessively too thin, having ugly facial looks or facial deformities, including lack of front teeth, senior people with too many wrinkles, eye disorders, etc. So only then, once they've reviewed the, uh, the aesthetics of your video, will it be allowed to reach a much larger audience. The same applies to uh, the video content such as lighting and the shooting environment. Moderators at TikTok will spend um, hours every day often um, reviewing up to a thousand videos per person to check for aesthetic consistency and to filter out political messaging. Finally, the technology that drives the app is a key success factor. This relies on a very complex algorithm that drives the recommendation engine And this is understandably a well-kept secret. And as Stokel Walker writes in the book, quoting one UK-based TikTok employee, the algorithm is just so complex that not even the team itself fully understands it. It's just so sophisticated. To this algorithm, the company exploits the newness of one video after the next. This has been designed to grab the user's attention immediately and to give a hit of dopamine to carry one on to the next video. In the interest of really trying to understand TikTok better, I I took the plunge and downloaded the app and uh, spent 30 minutes watching whatever the AI engine thought would be best for me to see, no doubt based on my location and whatever other data they've gathered from me over time. While I don't see myself being a repeat user, I certainly found myself caught up in the notion of scrolling from one video to the next and noticed the ease with which this can occur and our time can simply fly by. TikTok faces an interesting future. Interesting, I guess, in the way that the Chinese curse may live in interesting times, understands the word. Its growth continues, even though competition from Facebook and Instagram and others is rising. And its dominance in China is largely unchallenged, even though it has taken no investment from the Chinese big three, Beidou, Alibaba and Tencent. Where it will be having to focus is on how a Chinese company globalises. This often manifests in a cultural misfit between the Western work ideals and values and those in China. For example, the Chinese tech sector works on what is known as 996 model. This is 9am to 9pm, six days a week. This, in many cases, does not seem to resonate across all TikTok offices elsewhere in the world. As there is a shifting of tech startup power from the US to China, The notion of made-in-China is now becoming created in China. So added to the concerns regarding social media and its invasion in our our lives is the impact of China itself. The shifting of power does raise legitimate concerns. Although Stokel-Walker suggests that we don't have to worry too much about an invasion of the Chinese Communist Party in our lives, but their control, in particular of the Internet in China, Something former US President Bill Clinton said was akin to nailing jelly to the wall is definitely a warning sign. The conflict between TikTok and the former US President, while now resolved by President Biden, may just be an early warning sign. India banned the app in 2020, followed soon by Indonesia and Bangladesh. I think that this represents a fear over state control over the data that TikTok generates and stores. Whatever the truth in this regard, as Stokel Walker says at the end of the book, and I quote, "The race for the future of technology is still alive, and there are multiple competitors tearing down the track, which is a welcome change, given we'd granted American tech giants a three-lap head start, and the trust we've given them hasn't always been held up to careful scrutiny. As for me, well, I've deleted the TikTok app. And now just hope that my life will somehow be rich enough without seeing makeup tips from teenagers or lip sync videos to Elton John and Dua Lipa. As always, thank you so much for the support and please feel free to share this review with your network. I hope you have a wonderful week further.